Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Zach Hewitt in for Rob Breckenridge, 770-CHQR. Your text messages about the last couple of conversations and uh, those calls are going to come up next. And I, I will assume that this conversation is going to be something you're going to want to talk about as well after we're done having uh, a chat with our next guest. Uh, Stephen Mandel is the Alberta Party leader. Uh, Mr. Mandel, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I think spring is around the corner, I hope. Yeah, well, oh man, I don't I don't know about that. I wishful thinking, I'll believe it when I see it. We had conversations yeah. on the weekend on the Alberta Morning News about how day 7 at Environment Canada seems to be like this day that they make up uh, on <laughs> on the forecast just for all of is us that to feel not better. Much what they do isn't that what they do normally in Ottawa? I think the first yeah, right. first four yeah. first 6 days make sense yeah. and then the 7th they yeah. just say like, "Hey, how how do we make everybody feel better?" And that's the way it kind of goes. So I know. The I know. Uh, You've had yourself a a, a, a couple of things have gone on. And first of all, let's talk about the fact that you're here. And that is um, (laughs) you weren't supposed to be here because of the the whole, by the way, uh, you can't run. And then now that's been overturned. So let's start the conversation there. So originally you were banned for five years because of paperwork. You went to court. Mm -hmm. And what was the outcome? Well, the outcome, the decision was uh, overturned and we were... um um, the dates uh, we were now approved to move ahead as a candidate, McClung, and uh, we're very pleased about the results. And so far, to my knowledge, all of our candidates have gone forward to court of all one. Um, you know, the rigidity and the, uh, um, I know the, the, the silliness of the legislation, the penalties were way outside of what was reasonable. And so uh, the court saw that what we did was we try to rectify the situation as soon as possible and, and, and realize that it was unreasonable. And so they, reversed it. So assuming that um, the Alberta party would, would get in, I mean, that would be something I would imagine to look at. I mean, it's no coincidence oh, yeah. that the penalty is five years, one year longer than one cycle. Yeah, it, it's it's so punitive uh, and so archaic. I, it's very frustrating. It's one of the things if we get in, I mean, there's several things we would do. One, I think that just seeing the problems that Elections Alberta has in doing things, um, we submitted our final papers today to be uh, to be on the ballot, and the uh, and the amount of paperwork that these individuals have to go through just in the constituency areas is unbelievable. And then they try to call an office and get, can't get a hold of anybody. They're they're asking Elections Alberta did too much with too little money. That's number one. Let's fund people properly. And uh, uh, you know, and recently, I don't know if you know that I'm sure you do that they decide to to cut the funding to small parties and. It's another undemocratic process. So um, we think things need to change. This legislation is one we would definitely change. We think there should be reasonable penalties for everything that, that when you don't meet dates. But also, this is interfering with the party process, not a process which is uh, which I see is under the auspices of uh, under elections, Alberta. So. Uh, Stephen Mandel is uh, back in the running. Um, yep, I'm here. You're here. Here you are. Um, yeah. I mean... I realize that the, the strong, confident face of, of, you know, we're going to do this, the leader of the party, everything else, it must have felt pretty good when you finally got the, the stamp of approval and you're like, oh, thank God. Oh, yes. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I've worked for 
the last 13 months, seven days a week. And we've had a tremendous number of people have done the same thing on my behalf. And, and so to, to have it taken away by some, you know, archaic, um, vindictive piece of legislation seemed really, really unfair. And we're glad the court sided with us. And, uh, and now I'm, you know, back and leading the party, of which we have an incredible group of candidates, such a marvelous, marvelous group of people who are bright, young, dynamic. Um, I think they'll, they'll, they'll really um, show people during this election about their creativity, the Alberta party and creativity themselves. Well, I'm learning more about the party, too. Um, it's new to me in, in the conversation. I've just started being able to sit down with some of the, the pieces. Now, today you made some, some announcements mm-hmm. around vaccinations. Yeah. And so let's get into that and share that sure. for me, the stand you took today for vaccinations. Well, Alberta Party made a decision that uh, we would mandate uh, vaccinations um, in, in public schools so that uh, all children are safe. You know, our, our goal is to teach, uh, is to have ch- children learn in school and, and to be safe and secure and, and to be healthy. So um, the, the, Alberta, the AHS, Alberta Health Services list of uh, vaccinations, we uh, we would mandate mandate. Uh, um, if they're um, going to go to public school, publicly funded schools. What is what is publicly funded schools mean? Well, to get money from the federal government, from, from the provincial government. So any so like money from us, any school that gets money from us needs to needs to vaccinate kids. Every kid needs to be protected. Okay, so this isn't I, just this isn't just because you went to a public a public school in the sense of a um, what's considered public. All schools that get public funding from from government should have. Uh, should have these programs. Okay, I, I'm just asking questions for clarity. Um, oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. So the so every every school system that gets provincial money, uh, you, that's the the assertion should be um, vaccinated. So what about teachers? I you know um, teachers are not. I would like to see that as well too. I'm I'm not sure that we can we can mandate that. Um, I would I would like to see people get vaccinated against these things. I would think teachers probably have already been. Um, that would be my guess, but um, I can't speak to that. And so the healthcare workers, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to follow the thread, right? I'm trying to follow the sure. thread from the students to the, to the, to the kids, to the healthcare workers that give the needles. So, I mean, because the, the, I think the bubble of what is here sort of expands exponentially by nature. So the, the healthcare right. workers and where does that one land? Then? Well, I, you know, people are adults. You hope that they would see the, the necessary importance of that being vaccinated. I mean, I find it sometimes surprising that people don't get flu shots as well. But, you know, people people who are over the age of 21 or over the age of 18 can make decisions. Someone who's five, six or seven, I think that, uh, you know, they can't make that decision. So it's important that they're they're protected. And, you know, it's great to say that everybody has rights, but we have to protect the rights of children as well, too. Wouldn't there, if everyone can make those decisions, though, wouldn't their parents just be able to make that decision? I mean, if, if, the, well, if the assertion is the, the adults are responsible enough, wouldn't they, the responsible adults make that for their kids? Well, that's, you know, you say that, but at the same time, some people, um, you know, recently, I don't know if you noticed in the, in the news in the States, there was this young man who was turned 18 years of age and his parents didn't inoculate him and he went out and got inoculated. Uh, you know, some parents have a view that uh, um, there's, a, there's a tie between uh, inoculation and, uh, and, and various other, you know, uh, autism, for example, and there was a study that just came out the other day that showed that, um, you know, 600,000 plus kids in Denmark um, showed there was no no correlation between the two. We need to protect our children. I know you're probably not old enough to remember what happened in the in the 50s and late 40s with uh, 
with polio and the problems it caused. I, I was mean, in my know, family, so I do know from stories of it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's so it you know I mean, fortunately it, it you know the you know the polio vaccine was was discovered and um you know I, I'm my generation I was I was uh, I was it was not impacted but people I knew were and you know this is this is important stuff to protect children and that's why we do this. So the flu, though, would protect old people. Would the flu be something that you would look at as mandatory, too, the flu vaccines? No, no, we would not, no. No? No. Right. no I, I would think all health workers should. I mean, like, this is about when you're, when you're over the age of 18, you should be able to make those decisions for yourself. And uh, um, we would hope that people would, be, would make those decisions, but we can't force them. Uh, Stephen Mandel, thanks for making time. I understand you're busy today with everything going on, and you did. Yeah. I want everyone to understand that Stephen carved out time for us to take 10 minutes and be able to chat about this, so I acknowledge you for well, that. you know, you've got a great show, and, uh, and I listen to it whenever I get a chance, and uh, you take care. I appreciate that. Good luck with uh, with your new endeavors and, and with the party in general. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thanks a lot. We're yeah. excited about the future. Oh, Thanks. good luck. Uh, Stephen Mandel is the, uh, he's the leader of the Alberta Party, so there you go. That's controversial a little bit for some people, that mandatory vaccinations for kids. Mm, the measles and this conversation has been very strong of late. It's been around. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.